Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online Masters of Social Work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. What's up, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls around the world? I would like to welcome you back to the podcast. This is Real Talk with Zuby, and today we've got on a very interesting young lady. Her name is Ashley St. Clair. She is an outspoken conservative and an influencer online. How are you doing, Ashley? Good, Zuby. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. I'm very well. <laughs> I try to always be well. Oh, yeah. That's always the goal. That's always the goal. Exactly. I'm one, I'm one of those people who even when I'm not doing well, like I'm still kind of doing well. So I, 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 try to, <laughs> I try to always maintain my positive frame. <laughs> Very interesting conservative influencer, huh? <laughs> yeah, you, you are. I mean, I, I, I don't know how we came to inverted commas meet on Twitter. but um, <laughs> I don't. I, I was trying to figure that out. I was like, how, who did I, I find him through on Twitter? And I, I think it might have been Steve. The scoop, Steve. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I think it might have been he retweeted you or something, and I was like, wow, this guy has really awesome tweets. He's super open-minded. He doesn't seem biased to one side or the other, because I'm super biased, but at least I'll admit it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. At least I, at least I know I'm biased. You're, you're fully aware of it, yeah. Twitter, Twitter's a strange beast, because I, I've got this love-hate relationship with it. Like I've connected with so many great people through it and this podcast probably wouldn't really be possible without it mm-hmm. um and it's really been interesting like last year i mean i've been on i've been on it for like i, I want to say like eight years or something but, um, <laughs> i feel that so am i it, it's funny with like a lot of people who follow me online or whatever some people think like I've, I've suddenly had some awakening or like changed my views or whatever it's like no like i've, I've just started to speak more publicly about certain things because you know stuff was just kind of getting to a certain level where I'm kind of like okay I can't like just sit back and watch too much nonsense and craziness go on around me that I disagree with without saying something about it yeah like yeah you're I'm, like I'm, I grew up here I grew up here you should try it sometime <laughs> yeah yeah like I yeah you know people can only push me so far but once they start like stepping on my toes in certain things I'm kind of like I need to say something here. And I think that's how a lot of people are feeling out there. But I, I think it's really interesting just looking at the conversation and mm-hmm. seeing what's going on. With me personally, it's weird because uh, I'm interested in so many things. But obviously, primarily, I'm a, I'm a musician. I'm an artist. So I'm not trying to become like the news or like a news <laughs> commentator or like a, a super political commentator or something. Like that's not really where I'm where I'm coming from. But mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, more, I'm a lot more interested in like culture, society, and morality, and even mm-hmm. psychology than I am in politics directly in terms of the nitty-gritty stuff. But I think that it's hard to be interested in those things and not catch yourself in political discussions mm-hmm. or arguments or whatever. Because if mm-hmm. you've got quite strong opinions on certain things, then even if you don't want to get political, it's kind of going to come to you. Oh, yeah. And that's that's kind of how I got started in it, too. I was never very political, outspokenly. Um, I had worked in it for a little bit. But then about maybe seven, eight months ago, I started getting really political on Twitter. And I just got tired of everything I was seeing. I thought, this is awful. There's people getting attacked for simply 
expressing their views or expressing a difference of opinion. And I've seen you even have issues with that, but I feel like <laughs> your viewpoints are so, you know, they're, they're in the middle kind of where you kind of get attacked by both sides. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> we, don't put you. we don't know which box to put you in. And, you know, you're constantly being put in a box on Twitter and I'm, I'm constantly being put in a box and thrown out of the box because I've said something wrong about Trump or, or whatever. But yeah. For the most part, I stay in my box. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a weird one. If I'm getting attacked by both sides on occasion, then that generally means I'm I'm still I'm doing it right. Yeah, that and, means you're doing something. Right. Yeah, and I I often like to phrase things in a way that's quite ambiguous. So depending on someone's biases, they they'll interpret it differently. I kind yeah. of do that on purpose. So I'll say something, and someone's like, "Yeah, I agree with you," and then someone else who's like got the opposite viewers also yeah i agree with you and it's like okay well yeah if the shoe fits if the shoe yeah, fits, yeah. it's a fascinating thing to me just how how differently people view the world like one thing i've really learned over the last couple of years is just i don't know i almost want to say like the concept of objective reality i would certainly like to think it exists and i live in it but there's so much stuff i see on a daily basis where i'm kind of like you know what like there's certainly there's some like parallel worlds or realities kind of going on here there's yeah. there's nothing that we know as truth anymore. And I think that's why everyone's so anxious on both sides, because no one really has anything to grasp onto as true anymore. They're just kind of like, well, we, we think this is right. But then there's all these other ideas of what reality is. And it, it just appears as if we really don't have a reality. And everyone's just trying to make the best of it, which is why we're split right down the middle yeah. um, in terms of reality. I want to find out a little bit more about you, Ashley. So tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, quick little life story. So we got some Oh, background. okay. <laughs> so my life story is kind of interesting. Um, I was born in South Florida, but I moved around a whole lot because my mom just really couldn't make up her mind after my parents got divorced. Um, so I was a little bit of a nomad, but it cultured me a lot. I got to experience a whole lot of different states, a whole lot of different people. Um, and then... I moved to Colorado for college and I was actually a Democrat when I started, when I first moved here. Um, and I was just on Twitter all the time. Okay. I, got in, I got involved in the, the social media politics. Um, when was that? This was like 20, 2015 going into 2016. And at that moment I was like, I am, I'm, going off the deep end. I'm turning into a crazy SJW. Like I was, you know, I was attacking people on Twitter. I had like, I had shirts and all, all the good stuff, but um, I deleted my Twitter for a year and I came okay. back and that's how I came to the views I have now because I was just like, I had social media politics. All my views were based off of not what I was seeing in the real world, but what I saw on Twitter and I saw these stories and I was outraged by them, rightfully so. But that was the only side I was seeing. I was ah. like, oh, my God, this is awful. Like, cops are just killing black people. Like, they can't even go outside of their house. You know, they're just getting shot no matter what they do. And, like, it just... Yeah, it's been a rough I, day for me. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I'm not going outside. Um, the turning point, really, too, was I had watched a Steven Crowder video, if you know who that is. Yeah, yeah. And I saw him doing this video on all these shootings that, that people were getting upset about and going through the facts and, and showing me a totally different reality and, and truths that I had no idea about while I was on social media. And I was like, holy crap, like, <laughs> I had no idea what was going on. The truth was, was nowhere to be found. Um, and so then um, in July, I think I went to a Trump rally and wow. and I was like, oh, this, this guy's crazy. I love it. <laughs> and so, you know, I never really went back from that. You know, obviously, I I disagree with him sometimes, but I it was in that moment I was like, I love this. I'm in the right place. <laughs> so. Okay, I, I didn't I didn't know about your uh, your dark democratic backstory. That's interesting. Well, you know, who was it when <laughs> Churchill who said, you, if you're not a socialist in your 20s, you have no heart. And if you're not a conservative when you're older, you have no brain. Um, so I guess I just wised up a little sooner than um, my younger counterparts. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's funny, actually. <laughs> so, so, you've only, so you've really been a conservative for like a couple of years, essentially. 
Yeah, yeah, but um, I didn't really jump into the conservative Twitter, like I said, until about seven or eight months ago. But I was running Young Americans for Liberty on my campus, which is super liberty-oriented. But I didn't really want to identify with libertarians and kind of call them creepertarians, especially being a woman in that field. I feel like they never see women. And I go to some of their events, and I'm like, I don't feel comfortable here. Oh, no. Because <laughs> they're socially awkward and, like, crowding around me like I'm the first woman you saw in, like, a year. Um, so and, and they just go too far sometimes. I feel like they want anarchy. Um, so I was like, I'm just going to go with the red guys over there. <laughs> I'm going to go with the GOP. Um, I think that's where I'll, I'll fit best. They're a little more laid back. <laughs> Uh, that, that's interesting. I mean, I've I've spoken to quite a few people in the states who have switched sides, shall we say? It's interesting to see that the switch always seems to be okay. Maybe not always, but generally seems to be in that direction. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, because usually these people are just getting news from like their mainstream outlets or social media or Facebook. And all these places who have, you know, it's come out that they they do censor things. They do censor conservative content. They do. I've been censored for saying there's two genders, which is science. How dare right? you? How <laughs> I, dare you? I was banned for 48 hours for saying gender dysphoria <laughs> is a mental disorder. It's on the DSM-5. That's that's science. You know, you're, you're we're in an age where people are getting banned for, for science. Yeah. And it's really hard for people to get other information. Um even like with the Covington boys, a lot of the other side of the story was never, never told. People's tweets doxing these kids are still up. Um, so well, it's just a, well, it's a really peculiar time. Yeah. Well, the thing with that, I mean, that one in particular, I mean, the truth came out after only a couple of hours. Mm-hmm. Like, and... it, it didn't take that long. Like that is one that actually it actually duped me. I'll be mm-hmm. real. Like I, I'm, I'm hyper skeptical. Like as I get, mm-hmm. every, as every month goes on, I, be, I become more and more skeptical of like everything, <laughs> everything I see online. And that one actually got me. I saw it and I was like, I saw the first video and obviously I saw all the responses and it's rare for me to jump on something without having all the facts and doing, you know, just kind of waiting on it, sleeping on mm-hmm. it. And I was kind of like, mm, no, I think I put, I posted something saying like, no, this ain't right. And then Less than 24 hours later, I saw the other video. I saw the guy like clearly walking up to the group. And I was like, oh, wait, hang on. No. Yeah, I literally went back. I was like, yeah, sorry. Like, my bad. I don't normally jump on things like that. But the fact he approached them completely changes the entire dynamic. I went back, deleted the old post and it was just like, yeah, simple. But then seeing people after that, still after the you know truth had come out, seeing people still doubling down. I'm kind of like a you know a stranger looking over from a distance, so I don't know how much of it is reality and how much is like <laughs> social media filter coming through with the Twitter heist yeah. and all that. And I follow so many different people, <laughs> and it's weird. Like the same thing can happen, and you're getting like completely conflicting viewpoints and stuff like that. It's very bizarre. I mean, what's it what's it like for you where you are? Before we started recording, you said you live in a pretty conservative area yeah the the area here is pretty conservative but the school i go to is is very liberal and i've gotten in trouble for a variety of different things i got in trouble for they charged me with cyberbullying while i was running for student government elections oh no yeah yeah for not even you know i wasn't bothering this girl i simply posted something that she actually did because she was she was joking on twitter with her friend about shooting up the school if she doesn't win. And I'm like, this is, this is, mind you, this is two weeks after Parkland. And so I was like, and this, this same girl who's posting this stuff was advocating for safe spaces on campus, like where you're not allowed to say certain things because people are going to piss their pants and cry. Um, So I posted on Facebook, I posted a picture of this tweet she had joking about shooting up the school. Um, and I said, just so you guys know, the same candidate who's advocating for safe spaces on campus is joking about shooting up the school. And they charged me with cyberbullying and docked votes from me, not because it was untrue, but because, quote unquote, it caused her severe emotional distress. Oh, my gosh. OK, so yeah. you can so you can threaten so you can threaten whether, whether jokingly <laughs> or not, you can you can threaten to shoot up a school. Yeah. But, but they. At, wow. Yeah. They hated me because they knew I was super conservative and 
you know, there's been instances where I've been marked down directly for, for answering conservatively. Um, I remember distinctly, I had a midterm and it was a true or false question. And it said, true or false, feminism is outdated and no longer needed. And I put true. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what what subject is asking you that as a true or false question? Communications class. Oh my gosh. And I get my my midterm back and I'm like, you have got to be kidding me. I was like, I go to the professor, I'm like, feminism is not needed anymore because if you if you're telling me that then point out one man in this classroom who has a better opportunity than me at anything simply because he's a man and you know these people just get dumbfounded they're like well that's not the point other people are suffering and i'm like i don't that that is shocking that's shocking that that's a true or false question (laughs) like (laughs) this is your your stupid and wrong opinion i'm not like (laughs) i didn't know you could make have an opinion and then make it a true or false question oh, yeah. on a test. Yeah. Like, that's that's pretty nuts. Oh, yeah. This woman was absolutely insane. She said, um, she also said, this same woman in this class said, rape is not just sex. It's any abuse of power. What? Said, you know, when there is a time when we have so many false allegations going on, and you're telling all the women in this room that rape is just any abuse of power? Are you kidding me? And she was... She would just spew all this stuff. And it got to the point where I had to go to the dean. And I was like, this lady's lost her damn marbles. <laughs> like, yeah. She was getting in the class and telling people that rape is abuse of power. And you are going to have a problem on your hands if you don't take care of this. Because I'm not going to let it go. Um, yeah. And she ended up being removed from the communications department. But she's not the only one. Yeah. She's just one of many. Paradoxically, she was abusing her power and therefore committing rape. <laughs> <laughs> by her own definition <laughs> by your own definition you are a rapist yeah oh. that's funny yeah oh, people are very i don't want to say everybody but like some people are very strange in their um in their hypocrisy i don't know like i saw this i don't even know how it came onto my timeline but yesterday there was a tweet by flipping planned parenthood talking oh, about something God. about uh something about like black women being restricted. I can't remember what the ex- exact wording was, but I was just like, hang on, are you not the biggest killer of black people mm-hmm. in America? Like, and, and not, not even, I'm not even saying that like rhetorically or it's true. exaggerating. It's true. I'm, I'm like, by definition, have you not taken away more black lives than any other organization nor individual? And well, now you're going to try to come on some moral high ground like what i I, again i I try not to pick sides to me the the gigantic blot against the modern liberals or democrats or whatever in america to me personally this might be my my, because of my personal beliefs but it's the whole it's the whole abortion issue right Mm -hmm. that one their position is so it just makes everything else they say untenable Mm-hmm. Okay, you're literally you, they'll be posting stuff about like the whole border thing last year about, you know, children being separated from their parents or whatever or sending and I'm like you're literally putting forward policies not just okaying but celebrating and pushing for like more and more abortion up until freaking point of birth. Like regardless of where someone even stands on that debate, I'm just like that is beyond the pale. Like that that's so extreme. So if you believe that that is fine, and then you're trying to lecture me morally about anything, like literally, if you think if you think it's justifiable to kill a baby, I can't take anything you say morally from mm-hmm. that point seriously. And I, I think that that's just such a huge red X <laughs> against mm-hmm. them for me. Like that one thing, it just makes it like, well, if you think that's okay, then your moral center is so far from mine that... I don't even know kind of where to go from here. And I try to stay open-minded on everything. But with that one, I'm just like, no, because that's that's so far beyond the pale. Nah. That's how a lot of people here are, too, because Trump's State of the Union address, he had 86% of independents supporting his address, where he said, like, hey, let's maybe not kill babies after they're born and protect innocent life. Um, But, I mean, that was so crazy. That's all this stuff about Governor Northam came out after he said, yeah, we should... You should be able to kill babies after they're born. 
And this this organization, you know, the, the Democrats try to say they're trying to fight racism, they're trying to fight this, but then you have the Jesse Smollett case. You have Planned Parenthood who's committing genocide against black babies because it is a one in two chance of a black baby in America being aborted to born. And to me, that is scary. That is absolutely insane that the founder of Planned Parenthood was a known eugenist, a populationist, and a racist. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's so weird to me. There's a lot of stuff that's weird to me. Like, I don't get the whole ridiculous monolithic allegiance of black people in America to the Democratic Party. Like, I'm not even saying, you know, they need people need to be Republicans or people shouldn't. But if 95% of any group all votes in one direction, to me, I'm just like, that's, that's very fishy. Like, that's, that's mm -hmm. weird. People are not thinking here. If it were the case that, okay, like one party is literally like running, trying to like enslave you or something, then it's like, okay, yeah, it should be, <laughs> should be a hundred to zero. You know what I mean? And Which, I know let's that, be clear. That was the Democrats. That was the Democrats. I, I know. I know. I know. That's the thing. Like, I actually, I, feel, I think I know a lot more about American history than most Americans do. And yeah, when I look at the history and I'm like, kind of weighing up these two things, I'm kind of like, <laughs> like, if anything, I, I've got to give props to their branding because they, they have... I don't buy it, but the whole branding that we are for poor people, we are for brown people, we are for women. I don't even really necessarily know what that means in this day and age, but people buy it. The craziest part is that, you know, even like with the Jesse Smollett case, if you kept up on that, the hoax. Yeah, I did. It was fishy from the beginning. All the things they do is making the fight against actual racism harder because when you brand everybody as a racist, nobody is a racist. Yeah. You, were, you were destroying this term. You're making it lose its power. Um, and I think it's really sad because they did the same thing with sexual assault in regards to Kavanaugh. You know, they had all these, these women they found saying these allegations, trying to destroy a man's life. And now women who actually have cases of sexual assault are going to look, be looked at like Christine Ford. Where, you know, they're not going to be taken seriously. And I feel like the Democrats are the worst thing to happen for blacks, for sexual assault, and for women. And even on the transgender issue, they're destroying femininity. Like, I have, there's men that are better at being women than me. Caitlyn Jenner was woman <laughs> of the year. Woman of the year, Caitlyn Jenner. Like, how are you, men are beating us at being women. Well, patriarchy. Always wins in the end. <laughs> exactly. they're, they're, keeping, they're creating a new patriarchy because now men are going to be better than women at being yeah. women. I, I still think uh, Donald Trump should uh, transition and, and claim to be the first female president of the USA. I think that would be the ultimate troll <laughs> of ultimate trolls. I think a lot of people would be very upset about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that would go too, over too well. Those... Uh, you know, there's a large chunk of the MAGA crew that is very sensitive. <laughs> and um, I don't I don't know. Maybe it's because they have small penises or I don't know what happened to them or mommy issues or something. But they get very angry very fast. And as soon as anything goes away from what they think Trump is supposed to be, they lose their goddamn marbles. That's true. It's true. Like I said, you know, I mean, I, I really genuinely try not to be... Um try not to be too politically partisan because uh, to me it's just like good ideas and bad ideas at any given moment i may align more with one party's ideas than with another's but i think you know to anyone who's really thinking freely i mean th there's nobody in the world who you agree with on every single issue like that's not that's not really possible like there's some people out there who's probably like is really close but, you know, it's never going to be 100%. So when people act in a completely binary fashion, it's always suspicious to me because it's like, well, mm -hmm. you know, you, you can't just buy everything and think that everything your party or your guy or your woman does is good and everything that the other person does is bad. I'm just like, that's, you're not even thinking at that point. You're literally just being a sheep. If Trump does something good and you still call it bad, then it, to me, it just makes you look stupid. He could probably like, I don't know, save someone from a burning building or something and people will still find something to, you know, they'll, they'll find something to criticize or they'll say he, <laughs> did, say he did it for the wrong reasons. You know what I mean? It's, and it, yeah. it, it, it gets kind of silly, you know, it's like, it doesn't, 
a good idea is a good idea, whoever it comes from. A bad idea is a bad idea, whoever it comes from. Sa- same with actions. Uh, oh, yeah. if someone if someone does something that's despicable, it can't just be like, oh, well, they're on my team, so it's fine. And then the other person does the same thing, and it's like, oh, no. Like I'm just mm-hmm. like, look, what, whatever you're doing, just be... You know, open-minded yeah and be consistent be consistent yeah. apply the same rules to to different people it's you know like kant says the philosopher kant you know have the courage to think for yourself have the courage to use your own understanding um that's being courageous you're not courageous because you're regurgitating a bunch of talking points that you heard from all the same voices on your side you're courageous for using your own understanding and i think that's why i have a lot of respect for you specifically because You've taken your own understanding of this whole this whole thing. You know, you you are in the lion's den. You know, you've got everything. <laughs> you, you you have some some prominent conservative figures who follow you too. And I'm like, you know, he just went in for it. You know, he's like, I'm gonna understand this stuff. I'm gonna. I'm not even in America, but <laughs> yeah, I know. Gonna, uh, <laughs> I'm try to figure this stuff out because I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> one of my uh one of my strengths and also probably one of my curses is that i'm extremely curious extremely analytical and i kind of don't let crap slide mm-hmm. not in that i don't i don't hold grudges i have no animosity towards people but when it comes to like ideas and arguments if someone just says something that's completely nonsensical incorrect not based in fact anything right then i can't let that slide i'm just like there's something in me like a, a lot a lot of, a lot of people will just be like no oh, i just you know let it let, and I'm, I'm not i'm like no like no like, like, <laughs> you're like no. i'm going in i'm going in boys I'm you're like, like no. hold my phone i'm going in <laughs> I'm like, I, I don't want to like spend all day arguing but you know sometimes something is just the argument is so bad or or the idea itself you know like if it if an idea is just bad, I mean, obviously we're, we're both big uh, free speech advocates. I'm not keen on silencing or censoring anyone from speaking, but if someone makes a point, if someone goes on Twitter and says, there's no such thing as biological sex, someone needs to smack that down. You can't let that slide. <laughs> no, really, like, you can't yeah, let stuff yeah, like that slide. I agree. Like, I agree. Because it, it will eventually come back to bite you, which, which is what people are seeing now. Funnily enough, like I'm not someone who remotely describes myself as a feminist, but a lot of the um, like a lot of this stuff that's happening here with this weird with the weird gender stuff is that this is actually going to harm and impact women far more than it will men. Mm-hmm. Legitimately, I'm like I'm not I'm not worried about. I don't think many male sportsmen or whatever are worried about biological women coming and taking their jobs and crushing them in their sports. However, mm-hmm. if I were like a pro female athlete right now, if I'm a pro female powerlifter and I'm literally seeing people who were who were and still are men like who've complete competing as a man 2 years ago and then you come into my league and you start like crushing oh, yeah. people these are, I'm just like how can anyone who's being remotely reasonable and just be be like oh no that's fine like you have to completely suspend reality you know what i mean it's it's like how is this going so far or like i don't know i was reading um i read like in uh i don't know what state it was in but you know there was a man with a penis uh <laughs> like you know a biological man right? like a man like as, as as man i don't know what they look like but you know as man maybe as i am in a female changing room like having a shower just naked and they couldn't even do anything because the law in that state said that you can use the bathroom of whatever gender you identify as. So the police investigated. The guy just said, well, I identify as a woman. And because of the law that they had created, they couldn't even pursue this further. How do people not see, like, this is not, this is not wise, right? The this, serious this is, part is it's not, it's not going back. It's not changing anytime soon. Um, you know, I'm getting, I got banned for saying something against that. Men pretending to be women, literally beating the crap out of other women in wrestling and other things yeah. like this. MMA. And it's at the point where when, when I have a kid, she's not playing any sports because I am not <laughs> having some man with a deep ass voice dunking on my daughter. That's not going to happen. Like you're, I you're don't not know. 
the craziest part is they say it's not biological, but then why why do you have to pump yourself full of hormones no, if it's not it, biological? Don't, don't, there's no point in even trying to understand it because it makes again in terms of like contradictions. There's like 500 contradictions in this worldview all together. Like they they don't even they don't make sense. In in the long term, I guess in a way I'm not I'm not so worried because these things can a lot of those ideas, like I said, they're they're incompatible, right? They're they're incompatible. Like if if someone is, say, um, I don't know, pro feminist stuff, and they're also pro, I don't even know what to call it, um, gender dysphoria. <laughs> yeah, like they they if like those two worldviews don't even they don't even make sense. They directly cancel each other out. Okay, mm -hmm. if because if you're gonna say that men and women are essentially the same and have and all the differences between them are a result of society and culture and programming essentially um essentially nurture rather than nature and the reason why 50 percent of people at google and 50 percent of rocket scientists and 50 percent of f1 drivers and 50 percent of chess players the reason they're not women is because of some structural sexism or institutional sexism or whatever like if you believe that but then you also believe that a man can be born into a woman's body and vice versa. You can't hold both of these things together. Like they don't make sense. So you're saying men and women are the same, but a man can be born into a woman's body. None of it even makes sense. And, you know, to be clear, I don't like having to, you know, put like disclaimers on my stuff. To be clear, adults can do what they want with themselves if it's not harming other people, like as far as I'm concerned. But as soon as you start trying to force people to believe that two plus two equals five, then you've, you're, you're fundamentally changing the basis of facts. Like if, if, you, if you accept that two plus two equals five, you've, you've just destroyed mathematics. Uh, you can't do math anymore because the rules have changed, right? You know, if, if, you, if you're now going to say, okay, sex doesn't exist, it has no biological this is going to get murky really, really quickly, right? If you are, if you commit a crime and you're, you know, there's a reason you segregate bathrooms. There's a reason you segregate mm -hmm. prisons. There's a reason you segregate sports. And, and most of these things, it's actually for the benefit of women once again. So if you're going to start letting, I don't know, a biological man commits a crime, they say there are women, do you put, put him in the women's prison? Mm -hmm. Are you nuts? Like, and people often say, oh, well, what's the harm in this? What's, I'm like, if you don't see the potential harm, you have not thought about this properly. If you think protecting the feelings of 0.001% of the population is more important than maintaining some semblance of reality and safety, actually, then I, I just think you've, yeah, you've kind of lost the plot here. And this is not, yeah. an, this is not an attack on any individual. You know, you've got to yeah, I, I don't know. It's a weird one. I, I find I find it so weird that we even like have this discussion. The craziest part is that like in this this quest to give people their identity, they're destroying identity. Everyone they want everyone to be completely the same, um, and everyone's losing their identity. It's it's especially when they say you know we don't have enough women in science and research and this and that. That is an insult for women who make choices to do other things. They're saying that you're not successful unless you're doing the same job as a man. Where my mom, who stayed at home most of my life, I find that successful because she wanted to be a stay-at-home mom and she did it. And I think that should be the real measure of success, not, hey, men are doing this, so we need to do it too. It's insulting to women to try to force them into these fields. Yeah, it's funny. It's like, yeah, we need to smash the patriarchy. Men, men are terrible. Men are trash. So let's try to do everything that try to out men men. It's so funny because I, I love it when I when I say certain stuff to people and you know, like, you know, you, you get people who are a lot more sympathetic to lots of these weird ideas and intersectionality and trying to make everything like in the music in the music world, they're trying to make like everything 50-50. And I'm just like, look, it's not gonna work. I'm a, I'm a hip hop artist, I'm a rapper, mm -hmm. okay? You're not gonna get hip hop to 50-50. Like, no, like there are just more guys who are interested are in being Men are better rappers. at it anyways. Yeah, Cardi B sucks. <laughs> Cardi B sucks. You gave us Cardi B. Women in rap gave us Cardi B and she sucks. The only good one was Missy Elliott. And she's, 
Where is she now? You know, Missy was good. But then we got Iggy Azalea, Cardi B, and Nicki Minaj. Okay? Women need to stay out of rap if that's what you're going to give up. We don't need, we don't need that. The woman has spoken. <laughs> she has spoken. And then their videos are all so demeaning towards women. And you're like, really? Like, this is what we get? Like, this is the opposite of feminism. This is what I mean with the hypocrisy. It's weird. Like, I remember, like, 15 years ago, when male artists were making those exact same videos, there was like a huge backlash against how this was portraying women and how it was objectifying women and this and that. And now I watch like female rap videos or even some of the R&B ones. And I'm like, I can't, tell, I'm like I, I can't tell the difference here. Like, this is like just softcore porn. And yeah, I'm, you're like, I like, can't watch this. It, 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 it's so odd to me. I'm just like, yeah, I I don't know. Yeah, there, there's just so many things out there. I, I wish it were just like one thing that I could focus on and be like, okay, that's crazy. But it's like there's there's like fifty different things going on at once where I'm just like, what is going on? Right. Like, like, like the, the doomsday peppers don't seem that crazy anymore. You're like, I kind of want to to invest in a bunker now too because this shit's gonna go down real fast. <laughs> I've got two passports, so if it ever gets too nuts, then uh, I can always... You have two? Yeah, I'm Nigerian. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, they're not playing this crap in Nigeria, I assure you. You're you believe, can a man be a woman? And they're like, no. And you're like, I'm if, staying here, I'm staying here. If, if you even tried to explain this stuff to them, to people, they, they'd just, they'd probably like take you to the doctor and just be like, um, our, our friend here needs some help. Uh, like one of my theories on this is I, I think people have become so comfortable in the Western world that people are literally trying to create new problems. I think that the very last legitimate thing that people, okay, I don't want to say the last legitimate thing people could be activists for. That's that's not the right way to say it. But like, um, I think once gay marriage was won, up until that point, all throughout American history, say, there was always some, there was like a civil rights thing to fight for, whether mm-hmm. it was for black people or for women or for gay people or for whatever. But it's like once that one, once that marriage equality, like once that law came into place or was struck down or whatever, actually, this, this is kind of like the first time that there's no, that there's actually not a law that you can point to and say, okay, this yeah. one is fair or this one is excluding people or what. It's like, no, it's actually, you know, but but I think you've now got all these people, activist types, you know, the, the the people who who are very passionate about this stuff, and it's like that energy has nowhere to has nowhere reasonable to go. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, so it's almost yeah. like so it's like people are now trying to find something. Lots of this craziness it really ramped up actually after that period if you think about it mm-hmm. it was like after oh, that period you know yeah, gay like, marriage was legalized and they're like yay now what yeah, yeah so, it was literally it was like now now what and and it's now now people are just and i don't get it when i'll, I'll see someone on i don't know like I'll, I'll watch i'll watch like youtube or i'll see someone on twitter or something and someone will be like yeah i'm here i'm fighting for the rights of uh women and people of color and and, and lgbt and and i'm like what rights like, I don't get it. Like, I'm like, what are you actually saying? Like, when you say you're fighting for their rights, I'm like, what do you, what do you actually mean? Like, what are you trying to achieve? Like, they have, as far as I'm aware, I'm not American, as far as I'm aware, all those groups have the exact same rules and laws applied to them as oh, yeah. everybody oh, yeah. else now. So when you say you're fighting for LGB rights, what does that even mean? Oh, you forgot the T though, because the T has to be in there. Even though it has nothing to do with It's not about rights because you know, obviously the situation with transgenders and gays is going to be very different, but they still group them in one LGBT whatever. Like why is the T even in there? Trans has nothing to do with who you like to sleep with. Hmm. Why is the T even in there? It's it's about an ideology. It's about this outrage culture. And these people like a lot of them are very eccentric, you know, you dye your hair blue, you don't get jobs, and you're like, well, I don't make as much money as other people. Mm. Uh, maybe because you're annoying and fat and your hair's blue. Try that. Ouch. <laughs> <But> <laughs> they just, you know, they, like, they make their bed and then they don't want to lie in it. They're like, no, I'm going to come sleep in your bed because I, I messed mine up. Here's a question. And- 
doesn't the B violate the idea that there are more than two genders? The B is bisexual. But if there are more than two genders, then doesn't the B kind of... No, because the B is for sexuality. That's the crazy thing. It's just about sexuality, who you like to sleep with. So bisexual, you like to sleep with two different people. Transgender, you're a different gender. It has nothing to do with who you like to sleep with. I could be transgender, but still straight because I like to sleep with men. Yeah, no, no, I get that. But I'm saying, but what I mean is, is bisexual implies that there are only two sexes. So if you believe that there are infinite or more than two, then oh, the, you're I, right. It's another. It's another contradiction. <laughs> I never it's, even thought about it's that. Another That's another contradiction. Funny. So it's like, wait. So if there are more than two, then ban bisexuals. Yeah. <laughs> All bisexuals. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. It's so odd to me. And again, I don't actually know why those things are all lumped together. Because there are... it has nothing to do with anything except an ideology. It doesn't have to do with gay people. Because why are you lumped with trans people? Yeah. You could be gay and not agree with the trans movement. But you get kicked out of the LGBTQXYZ communities if you don't. Even if you're gay. I had yeah. a gay... I had a gay best friend who was kicked out of the LGBT whatever community on campus because he was conservative, but he was gay. Mm-hmm. Um, so it has nothing to do with gay rights. It's their little clique. And you yeah. have to be left-leaning and you have to be pro-censorship and pro-this and pro-that. And Yeah, it's, it's weird. It, it's strange how you get these groups that claim to fight for or represent even a certain group. But it's like, A, nobody elected you, and B, like, firstly, this thing's not even a community. When people say the LGBT community, I'm like, that's not a community. I don't get it. Or, or like, feminists don't represent women in general. Oh, no, they don't. They're disgusting. Yeah. They're like, I don't want to shave. And you're like, okay, you lazy sack of crap, don't shave them. But, like... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, uh, it's it's so weird because it's just like you'll you'll just get somebody who is like all right i'm gonna just represent all these people they didn't elect me they don't necessarily all like me nor agree with me but i'm just gonna claim that i am the arbiter i don't know where where does it all go ashley where does it all go um it goes to doomsday we all have to start, <laughs> <laughs> have to start prepping i'm buying mres right now <laughs> <laughs> by <buying> ammo <laughs> oh yeah yeah i have a stockpile of guns <laughs> i'm just waiting my dog is trained to attack oh wow okay <laughs> yeah no I'll, you know I'll... i think where we go is just encouraging people to you know as as con said again have the courage to have your own understanding have the courage to look at things from an unbiased viewpoint because we've all been there we've all been biased assholes and you know, it's getting to the point where we can look at things unbiasedly and say, okay, what's really going on here? Let's get to the facts. Um, and having the courage to speak out, even if it's against your own side, because that's really hard. I lose the most followers whenever I speak out against my own side. <laughs> you know, I gain followers when I speak out against the left, and that's super easy. But um, the, the hardest thing is speaking out against your own side and, and just speaking out against bad ideas all around. Yeah, agreed, agreed. It's complicated. I'd love to say um, the UK is significantly better, but the, the UK has got its own, its, own, its, oh, its whole are, own set of... You guys are going downhill too fast. You guys are arresting <laughs> someone for having a pug race his hand. Oh, gosh. That's not, the only, that's not the only one either. You know the police... I don't know if you know this. The police in multiple counties in the UK have been instructed to investigate, get this, non-crime hateful incidents. So they've they've been specifically instructed to investigate what they know are non not criminals. So non-crime offensive incidents. So that's, you know, me writing something mean on Twitter, I can get a policeman knocking at my door to check my thinking. Give me a ring and be like, "Okay, we saw what you posted." That could what? be that that could be considered offensive. You might want to consider That's Orwellian. Toning, yeah. Yeah, but it's a real thing. Over 3,000 people last year got in got investigated under this um non-criminal hate incidents category so literally like you didn't commit a crime but it was just a bit mean or it are there been, people it, speaking out against this 
Yeah, and they're getting investigated too. Oh, um, that's beautiful. That's great. It's, it's they literally, might as well wear Karl Marx hats at the door, like masks at the so door. Bizarre. It's so bizarre. They're investigating like they're like old women, anybody. Um yeah, it's it's very, very strange. Like we and we don't have um we don't have a constitution here, so there's no guarantee. You're double screwed. Yeah, well there's no there's there's no guaranteed right to free speech in the UK as there is in the US. Oh. Um, so there's like kind of free speech, but it's not it's not a right that's sort of declared somewhere <laughs> in a way. You know, I mean, you you can the UK has like hate speech laws. So which is I mean, for the most part, it's OK, because most of them fall into stuff that is like genuine, objectively very, very offensive. But the problem is that obviously if, if you kind of expand that too much and it just becomes like, OK, anything that. Anything that offends anyone at any time can't be said, which is kind of the way that some of the universities are going. I mean, someone last year, like I'm sure you would have heard this on the podcast with Dave, but yeah, someone last year suggested that someone like myself, they literally said in those words, someone like Zuby should not be allowed on university campuses. Are you like, ever scared that you're going to get that knock? No, nah, I'm a big you're dude. You're going to get a knock from a police officer? No, nah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big, strong dude. They'd be scared. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still, I'm still a man over here, man. I'm, I'm not a... You're like, I am in transition. So uh, I'm I, I, I'm, I'm like, all this stuff is making me like more masculine, if anything, because I'm just like, that's probably why I grew my beard out and everything. Because I'm like, <laughs> all right, like if, if everyone else is just gonna start turning, it in, looks good though. Know. It looks good. You're doing a Thank good you. job on the beard. <laughs> Thank you. I was like, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pump more iron. I'm gonna, I'm gonna grow my beard longer. I'm just gonna be as as manly as no more baby face doobie (laughs) uh not for a while now and when i see when i see like my old music videos and photos and stuff i'm like oh yeah you look years younger because (laughs) you you get to grow the beard (laughs) yeah i'm kind of like no i'm I'm missing something there the the beard the beard brings wisdom you know what i mean (laughs) that's why you're getting wiser with each inch that the 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 beard grows you're gonna get wiser (laughs) yeah i think i think it's all good so what are your uh what are your your plans or your aspirations ashley do you have any uh got like a mission or a a secret plan with what you're what you're trying to do (laughs) infiltrate the youth and corrupt them them oh yeah 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 oh yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna create my own little army my own little cult (laughs) um but you know i think I have to play it a little safe because I have to go to law school and I don't need them pulling up my tweets about like fat people (laughs) and saying I'm I'm fat shaming isn't a thing because it's not. But, you know, Um, so I think I'm just going to have thin privilege. I heard the other day. That is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Thin privilege. I'm like, you know what? I want drunk privilege because I can't do any everything you sober people do when I'm a bottle of tequila in. So you know what? I want drunk privilege, and I'm gonna utilize that. <laughs> oh my gosh! When I saw that, like, oh man, I think people want me to react to this stuff. So I, I, re- I should really stop reacting because I think that they see that people react and people get outraged, and then people get outraged by outrage, and it probably is all putting like money into somebody's pocket. So I think the best thing probably would be for like all of us to just be like completely apathetic to anything that's completely stupid. To an extent, but, but like. The the thing, I got a lot of people saying, like, I didn't know this was real. Like, I had heard about this kind of thing. People were talking about skinny privilege, but I didn't know they actually believed it. So in a way, you're getting it out there like, yeah, they're nuts and fat. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think, it's, I think it's a good thing to an extent because it's really informative. A lot of people had no idea that people thought that way, that they thought you're privileged because you work hard. Um, That you are oppressing people because you work hard to look good, you know? Like, I go to the gym. If I eat a lot, I'm like, I tell my boyfriend, I'm like, babe, we got to go run it off. I can't do this, you know? You you have to work for it. And we're promoting laziness. Like, no, that's your fault. You're lazy. No one has privilege. You have a disadvantage because you're fat and you don't want to go on the treadmill. You're fat because you want to go eat donuts. In the video, she's literally shoving a donut with God knows what. I think it was Oreos on top of it. And it's like, 
I'm gonna throw up. You're disgusting. Why are you doing that to yourself? You're gonna die by the age of 30. Your knees are gonna give out, and someone else is gonna have to wheel you around in a wheelchair. Okay? No one has a privilege. You have a disadvantage because of your own stupid choices. Mm. Um, and no one wants to take responsibility anymore, you know? That's what it always comes down to. It comes down to personal responsibility with all so much of this stuff. So mm-hmm. much of this stuff. When you boil it down, it comes down to people who believe in personal responsibility and those who don't and want to blame the man, the system, the patriarchy, the what, whatever the thing is, rather than just going, okay, I can control myself, I can control my actions, I can control my mind, I'm going to do something to make my life better and to make myself more successful in Mm -hmm. whatever avenue. And then you've just got people who want to absolve all of that responsibility, think actions have no consequences if whatever I do, it's somebody else's thing. If you're a if you're a man and you knock up a woman or you're a woman who gets knocked up by a man, oh, that's not that's not your fault. Just uh, just kill the baby. That's fine. That's mm-hmm. fine. Uh, if you get all oh, your fat. Oh, that's no, that's not your fault. It's these corporations. It's it's high fructose corn syrup. Oh, you know, oh, you're depressed. It's it's like it's just excuses, excuses, excuses. And mm-hmm. if you, the thing is, if people don't take personal responsibility, then they're always blaming others, firstly, but then also looking for an external solution normally something the government should do oh the government should tax sugar more the the government should ban certain foods i'm like really you can't just you don't have the self-discipline to just not eat three right? slices just eat eat one slice of cake don't eat four or right? in, the, in the video you know you're like the time you took to film this video you could have gotten a solid two hour work in fatty but you didn't you didn't you decided to make this video and tell everyone else to recognize their thin privilege instead of doing something for yourself and bettering yourself and you're like are you you can't be serious right now this is insane i think it's awesome though because japan has a fat tax and at this point i'm like oh, does it? Do it. <laughs> we should just do it <laughs> because america's so fat i'm like you know what tax them all tax them all they're trying to tell me to recognize my skinny privilege you're getting taxed Wow. You're getting taxed. How do, how do they? How do they uh, implement that? I'm curious. <laughs> if you're overweight, I think you get. I think you get taxed more if you're overweight. I think I don't know the how, name of the law. How do they? How do they do it though? Like, how do they work they, that like, out? They weigh you. <laughs> they just weigh you every year. <laughs> yeah, the fat tax in Japan, the Metabo law, included the measurement of waist sizes. Wow, why not? <laughs> that's beautiful. You know, like I. That's, <laughs> It's a work of art, honestly. Japan, Japan is a funny place, yeah. I need to go there. They're, they're probably looking at America and they're like, we cannot end up like those guys. <laughs> we cannot end up like those guys. They're going to start hunting humans instead of whales because we're becoming the size of humans at this point. I mean, of, as whales. They're like, we'll just go human hunting instead of whale hunting because there's just as much fat on the average American than there is on a whale. I was reading that they're having... <laughs> big problems with like army recruitment and stuff because like so few people even meet the like minimum fitness standards or or, like 50 sit-ups or whatever you know it's it's not it's not exhausting and you're like yeah america's super fat um but they don't do anything they just tell people to um to check their skinny privilege if you're if you're skinny that's the problem it's not the fatties it's so bizarre. It's, it's, I don't know. I mean, at the end of the day, the people, people I surround myself with and people who I consider friends and whatnot, it generally has to be people who believe in personal responsibility <laughs> and have some kind of like self-improvement streak in them. Cause people who don't, I'm just like, look, uh, you're just going to be like a burden to yourself and to everybody. And, you know, as, as someone who's been like going to the gym for like 15 years and is, is very knowledgeable about training and stuff, you know, I get people asking me for advice and whatnot. And I'm more than happy to give people advice and to help people as much as I can. I've helped a lot of people, but I can't do it for you. I could literally tell you everything I know about diet, exercise, nutrition. If you don't do it, mm-hmm. if you do, if, I can't train, I can't go to the gym for you. If you don't do it, if you don't implement it, then nothing's going to happen. Yeah. Most people aren't suffering from a lack of knowledge. I mean, some people are to some degree, but most people know what's good for you and what's bad for you. Pizza or, or apple, which one is healthier? Like everybody knows. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Do, donuts or uh, 
cracker? Which one is healthier? You know, cake or fruit salad? Which one is like every people know, you know, if you, even if you don't know how to work out, like just walk, run, like just go around on the machines and just do some. Even there's a bat, instructions even, on half of that. Yeah, there's instructions like, on half the machines. You're yeah, like, it's you, just like just move. Fine. Just move. To begin These with, these same just, people are like, you know, why am I single? Or <laughs> having they they they're the same people who post videos like how to get over Valentine's Day when you're single. It's like it's because you're fat and lazy and, and, and unmotivated. And, and then they'll blame then they'll blame men. I'm in a relationship and have been for a while, so I'm not a. I'm proud to say I've never used like Tinder or any of that nonsense, <laughs> but I've seen like screenshots of girls' profiles where they'll have like the most insane standards for the guy over six foot two, like, <laughs> you know, good body, good job. And then you look at the picture of the girl and I'm just like, bruh, the audacity, uh-huh. like, the, the, <laughs> the audacity uh-huh. of this. I'm just like, how? How dare you? <laughs> how dare you? Like, how can you have this laundry list for a guy, including stuff like like oh, yeah. height, like height? You can't even change. Oh yeah, they like, make fun of short guys too, and and guys can't change their height. You can't even change your height. But then you make fun of someone for being fat, which they can change, and then it's the end of the world. The is- end of the world. But they make fun of short guys all the time. What's what are you bringing to the table here, darling? You think you're like a catch here, like? You know what I mean? You've you've got to be realistic. I'd say the same thing to a dude, right? If some guy just is fat and sits in his house all day in his boxers playing video games, and then he's like trying to find some supermodel who's you know, oh, yeah, you're must you're just be like, thirty-four double D, must know how to like, cook, must have a great job. Yeah, you're just like, bro, what are you bringing to the table here, man? Like you, you, yeah. You I see don't... that more with women, though. You know, women yeah, you have these. They're, I mean, they just bully men all the time. But um, yeah. I mean, it, it's bad because I think to some degree, men enable it to some degree, especially in the Western world. Again, in, in some parts of the world, you can't you can't pull this crap. If you go to like mm-hmm. if you go to Eastern Europe or like certain parts of Africa or South America, like guys don't rock with this. Stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you, 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 no, they're like, are you kidding me? If you're in England, like England is a great place to be a woman, man. Like you, you can, <laughs> you can look awful and have an awful personality and you can still get a decent guy. Like literally, I mean, it, it you see it all the time and it, it's like so tilted in that direction. You know, you'll have some guy who's like, you know, he's like buff. He's like in good shape. He's got good, he's looking good or whatever. And you're just, he'll be dating a girl who's like, who's like not even like nice isn't even like a nice person you know what i mean right? you're like if you're gonna be ugly at least it's be like, nice because then like, i can get it yeah it's like it. it's like you're not even sweet you're just like and it's it's weird and i mean i talk to a lot of people here when i'm out promoting my music and stuff i meet so many guys who are afraid of their girlfriends <gasps> so much i'll meet like i'll be out promoting my music i'll be running a pop-up shop in a city or something and i'll like stop a guy and you know, I'll be like, oh, yeah, what, what kind of music are you into, man? Like, oh, well, whatever, whatever my missus lets me listen to. And I'm like, what? Like, what? Like, are you her dog? I'll, literally. Or, or oftentimes where, like, someone will want to buy something and, and their, their girlfriend has their wallet. I'm like, your girlfriend carries your wallet? I wish this only happened once, but it's, like, quite a regular thing. And I'm just like, what is up with this place, man? And I mean, I bring back gender roles like with the, people destroy masculinity. Like, yeah. I like that. I like that my boyfriend's masculine. I like that. I'm not I don't have to do shit for him and tell him <laughs> what to do or I don't want to have to do that. That yeah. would be a whole lot of work. Like, don't these women get tired? Maybe it's because they don't have jobs and they're bored. But <laughs> I would get really tired if I had to do that or if I was dating a betel male like that. That's awful. <laughs> Grow yeah. up hair. Moral of the story is that men should be men and women should be women. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Every, everyone, can, everyone can do what they like if people want to break the mold and that's, that's okay. That's on them. But um, for the vast majority of people, what's been working for thousands and thousands of years generally works. It got us all here, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> we, we, all, we, we all exist. So... Um, the the whole like you know male female pairing thing having kids and seems to work so uh, oh yeah yeah I'm not sure we should try to completely reinvent the wheel no <laughs> <laughs> awesome Ashley we we've we've talked about a ton of stuff we've we've gone uh before we uh, go let people know where they can find you or follow you online 
You can follow me on Twitter at, at St. Clair Ashley or on Instagram at Ashley and St. Clair. Did you get kicked off Instagram recently? <laughs> no, I deleted it for a oh, little you deleted bit. It. I, okay. I only got banned from Twitter, okay? Oh. And that was only for 48 hours. I will never tweet there are only two genders again. I'm sorry, Jack Dorsey. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I hope the Twitter gods accept your repentance. <laughs> it was good talking to you, Zuby. Nice to talk to you too, Ashley. Have an awesome day. You as well. Bye-bye. I am the man, sick with the slang, sick and I'm destined for fame. Save big money on your outdoor project now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save